Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Of course, it is Wednesday, so it's time for your listener questions. And Ricky and Pam join me today. And we get some feedback from listener Len, who is just back from Walt Disney World, talking about his trip. And he has some very thoughtful ideas to share from his Walt Disney World experience. We also get some questions about Disney's Vero Beach Resort. And Pam dives into that to give us some ideas as to what to expect if you head to this unique experience that Disney has for us. We also talk about the park hop or not when you have toddlers. What should you do there? Also, Adventures by Disney Southern California Adventure. If you're heading out to Disneyland, this and much more coming your way on today's show. Don't forget today's podcast, always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We love when you book with the Magic for Less because we love helping you have the most magical Disney adventure out there for no additional cost to you. We'd love to help you this week. So just swing by the website today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online that really supports us throughout the year. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a huge thank you to our patrons. You guys are basically Club BOGP, and we can't thank you enough for that. We'd love to help you have you join us this week. Just $5 a month, and you get our bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over this week. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. to episode 2,432 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rollman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week, maybe even a super week, because it is Super Bowl week here. and we get, We're just going to say it here oh, on the no, show. Oh, can't say it. Can't oh. say it. Big game week. Big game. Yeah, whatever. Bring it. We're a podcast. We have like $7.12 in the account. And that's that's before I go to Taco Bell. So whatever. Bring it, NFL. I mean, we don't have a team here in St. Louis, so I'm still better. But we're going to have a good time this Sunday watching football, cheering for the the, uh, you know, the commercials and the the halftime show. And I love football. And honestly, I don't have a dog in the race this this uh, this Super Bowl. So it's kind of nice. You might think because I'm from Missouri, I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm not. So there you go. I I'm Whoever wins, wins. I like football. So we'll see how it goes. And it's just nice to not have to to lose five years off your life, depending on every play. So it's going to be a fun weekend this weekend. But we're going to get you there right now with some great Disney talk, some lister questions. And joining me, it's the OG crew again. We have Ricky from the mouseforless.com. Ricky, what's going on? What's up? We do. And Mike, you can officially start saying a Disney World After All.com again. I'm bringing it back. The site is coming back. Uh, it is back. And the great thing about it is the fact that it's no clickbait. So if you're looking to actually get the latest Disney news and, you know, Disney tips and tricks and reviews and stuff like that without like, you know, top five things that'll make your heart drop when you visit Walt Disney World, you can visit my site. I promise I won't have those things. <laughs> but you know that stuff sells. Like, you got to have thumbnails with people looking like this. I mean, that's, yeah, no. that's what sells. 
No, I think from the reception that I've gotten over the weekend uh, after I like kind of relaunched the blog uh, website, website, not a blog anymore, website. Uh, I uh, I think that a lot of people are very excited to not have a clickbait site be uh, around for the Disney community again. So no clickbait, Disney World after all. I'm on all socials, so you can find me there. And uh, I'm excited. It's I'm I'm glad to be back in in the the realm that I started in. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Was there a lot of dust on the, the site when you went yeah. back? And uh, I had to learn some stuff. Uh, <laughs> my friends are right, GoDaddy now. Uh, <laughs> I had to figure out some stuff. But uh, yeah, we uh, we I it, it's it's the cobwebs are all dusted off. Uh, this is not the haunted mansion. Uh, it, it's fresh and clean and and brand spanking new. So got a hitchhiking. It's got a uh, the hat box ghost and every everything. No, yes. yes. Very nice. <laughs> exactly. Well, congratulations on bringing that back. Thank only, you. Only took so, you becoming a both, mom. But I am still with the mouse for less too. Okay, so good, I don't good. want anybody to think that I you know have abandoned my love of the mouse for less. No, no, my love is still there. I'm still working on the site. Still working on the socials for that too. So I mean, I'm I'm on both I'm on both places. So this week's Patreon episode will be all about how Ricky got fired from the Mouse for Less, and it's no! a, it's a, Patre- <laughs> a Patreon exclusive. So come and join us, oh, Patreon.com. No. So be our guest podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on lots of stuff today. For, uh, <laughs> that is clickbait. That is clickbait I'm right there, baby. The See, clickbait. I, I go yeah, the opposite right. direction, baby. I lean into it. So there you go. I'm just kidding. I'm just messing. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, why Ricky got fired? From <laughs> exactly, no, and I and, and on, on the thumbnail, I'm like, there you go. So there, again, watch the video. We have videos. We pay extra for this stuff. Videos. So come on over. It's uh, YouTube.com/slash/BRGuestPodcast. Pam Forrester, <laughs> she's joining us now. Last week, she was joining us from I forget where you were last week. You were at Walt Disney World. You were she's at. She's at the you were the poly. Poly. Yeah, you're rocking yes. the poly background today. Yes. Old Key West. You are mere feet from well, the golf course, which is awesome. You have a tail mm-hmm. there, but man, you are yeah. right next to Olivia's, one of my favorite restaurants in all the world. What's up, Pam Forrester? <laughs> I know. And guess what, Mike? We have not even been to Olivia's. Oh my god, it's so a crime against that. humanity. What's up? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I don't think yes. that deserves a ding. That no, would I know. be like I, should, a I, wah, wah, I know. Wah. I should have hit I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Whatever. I'm trying to tweet that we're on the air because I forgot to do I'm that. I'm still bitter that they took away that Cobb salad that I really oh. liked or whatever. Oh, and the burger. Hello. Yeah, the Duval. Right. Yeah. I know. That's that's, that's a crime too. So how's Walt crime. Disney World down there in February? It is good. We actually we were in the parks. Um Steve's family was um uh, with us last week, and so we spent a couple days in the park. There, running around, you know how like you do all the things sort of when you're there. Um, but highlights, we did homecoming brunch, which uh, of course that's a, you have to do that, right? I mean, when you're bringing people who haven't been in a very long time, that was a necessity. Plus, it was kind of rainy here on one of the days, so we thought, well, we could avoid the rain at brunch. Yeah. So this we is did. Good point. I like that. <laughs> We did. Um, we were in all four parks and we did, what else did we do? Narcoosies. We did Narcoosies last night. So um, we had a good, good meal there. Yeah, it was good. Um, all good. So yeah, it's good. Um, Steve and I spent some time at Festival of the Arts recently, which of course is always my favorite. Um, one of my favorite. I actually like them all. I don't know. Like I, 
it's it's funny, right, to see the sort of progression of the Epcot festivals, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone loved the festivals. Then now there's like a swing where people are like, I hate the festivals. I'm like, what do you mean you hate the festivals? Like, <laughs> just they just are what they are. Like, either do them or don't do them. You don't you don't have to hate them, um, right? So, anyways, but I like all of them for different reasons. Um, but Festival of the Arts, I think, is there's just something really sort of special about it. Uh, the food, I feel like, is oh. so good. Oh my gosh, the sun hands down. So, like, <laughs> it's it's going hour. Getting hit in the face West. with the sun. <laughs> It's yeah, it's the golden hour. So it's going to be hitting this side of my head. But anyways, yeah. So, um, but all good. So if you haven't, if you haven't been to Festival of the Arts, I that one I suggest you try. But I really do like them all. So it's a good thing. All right. So we're going to get to the questions. First of all, um, Scott's not joining us, but he is in the chat. And he has been talking about this for a while. And I want to ask you guys about this. He is super excited that Vineyard Vines is coming to Disney Springs, which is a line of clothing. I think that they sell over at the Grand Floridian and some of the deluxe resorts. Yeah, they have. Yeah. See, I'm not them. into because, you know, I'm a hoodie guy. Like, I mean, I got my Disneyland hoodie. This is like church clothes for me lately. Because, I mean, ever since work from home, I mean, you know, since I started doing this and not going to. I, I'll be honest. I had to go to a funeral this past weekend and. About two years ago, Pam moved my church and teaching clothes like out of our main closet, apparently down to the basement. And she left before me. We drove separately. And I was panicked because I could for, for I couldn't find any like clothes to wear to the funeral because the only thing she left in my closet were hoodies and like sweat, you know, like other pants that were inappropriate for a funeral. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I got there at the very last minute. And so, yeah, so I was totally stressed. So this is not a question for me, but Vineyard Vines, I guess this is a big deal to have this, this store at Disney Springs. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's going to be a, a brand new option. Not really sure. I don't know if they said where it's going. I know I have an article on my website now uh, <laughs> so about it. But yeah, it's going to be um, in Disney Springs. And I know they have some shops uh like it's a big thing here in Atlanta. I know that a lot of people like to wear that that particular brand here, and of course, I know that they wear it all you know all over the place. But um, it's definitely a, a big deal here down here in the South. So uh, I guess it's a big deal up north in Michigan too. Yeah, it has. It's been around for forever. It's it's interesting the recent surge in popularity yeah. that I that is seen. But um, yeah, when we were walking through Disney Springs, there actually are quite a few locations that are available right now um, mm -hmm. that are closed. So it will be interesting to see what Disney brings in there. They have a, um, you know, I. it's interesting when you see like the brands that do a crossover that do a Disney version of that. Uh, Tommy Bahama was the one they had for the the longest time doing and they still do that i don't know that there's been a vineyard vine though disney crossover like that so i, I want it so. typically means when something like that is coming that maybe they'll do something like that so L let me ask you something too because you mentioned disney springs you guys are just over there at home if you had a pam since you've been down there have you had a chance to go to summer house yet no i, I haven't i'm so curious about that restaurant i want to get over there you, that's your homework you need to go over there 
I know. And it's on, it is definitely on the list of things that we're going to check out while we're down here. But um, no, I haven't. And it's funny. I've heard sort of mixed reports. That's why I want to know. It. I want to know what you think. I, know. I think we're on the same wavelength. As I know. Far as food. But here's the thing. Like I heard the guacamole is really good. Oh. So, like, I'm a guacamole girl. So if the guacamole is good, yeah. then my report is going to be that, biased. Well, that's I've good. Seen, yeah. And I've seen pictures of it and I do. I love guacamole. I mean, it's and cookies, right? I mean, it's got guacamole. I mean, not, not that not, I'm not dipping cookies in guacamole. Don't give me. No, I'm not no, psychotic, no. but I mean, guac, some chips and guac, and then you finish it off with a couple good cookies. Oh, dude, I mean, am I right. in heaven or what? Yeah. I mean, this is Iowa or is this heaven? Yeah. And summer right. house, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah, bring it on. Okay, Natalie, who is down at Walt Disney World, who uh, she may be on her way over to OQS, I'm not sure. She says, question, what's your favorite quick service at the Magic Kingdom right now? So if you like, okay, boom, you know, somebody asks you, got it, got to name it. So Pam, you got to name quick. Got to go to one quick service restaurant, Magic Kingdom, right now. Boom! What is it? I don't love the quick service. Magic <laughs> but you I'm just one. gonna say, I know. Okay, Mike is like, a, well, I mean, because um, this is what we're doing. I guess I would do Sleepy Hollow um, because then you can get like the waffle there, yep. which I think is a that like that's a win. Whether even whether you get the chicken one or the fruit one, I think that they're both good choices. Um, so. That's what I would do. Sleepy Hollow. Mm. And plus, since they added mobile ordering there, hello, that is like life changing, I will say, because the line was always long. Very nice. Ricky? Ricky, um, can you, your mic's like really making a, like a lot of rumble in there. Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry, nice. sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I, I think I would probably choose Casey's Corner. It tends to be where I go, so I think that's probably where I'm going to go. I'm probably going to get corn dog nuggets, and that's probably what I'm going to do. It's funny because you guys both are kind of like real, like snacky places, you know, like not. not yeah, I mean, well, I used to say Pago's Bills, but their menu has changed, and it's not been good for the good. I know. I used to say Columbia, and I haven't loved some of their menu changes either. So, yeah. um, mm-hmm. that's yeah. yeah. They've made changes. I'm still Columbia Harbor House, though, because the atmosphere upstairs, sitting up there, chilling out, being able to kind of get away from it. And because I still get that little basket that's got it's got a little fish, got a little chicken, got the hush puppies and the fries. I know that's like too much fried food for a lot of people, but I don't care. Like, bring it on. Well, and, you know, I will say one that I really miss is when Be Our Guest used to be counter service for lunch. Um, but I understand why they um, it. was made a such table. a great lunch option. It was. For sure. It was a really good lunch option. So and I feel like it's not the best table service option either. Like, I feel like it has definitely fallen by the wayside re- as of recently for table service because you just don't hear a lot of people saying, I really want to go to Be Our Guest, you know? So I don't know. I, I which makes me sad because, you know, our audio animatronics are there. So I, I don't care if people <laughs> say they don't go to Be Our Guest. Now, when I hear people going around the Magic Kingdom saying they don't listen to the Be Our Guest, I get mad. Like, <laughs> two different stories. Call them out. <laughs> Dude, I do. I'm like, what? wait, wait, wait a second. Now. You need to listen to the Be Our Guest. You know, go to the restaurant? Yeah, it might be expensive. We're free. You don't have to go to the restaurant. We're absolutely free. You do have just to listen to right the here. Give me your phone. I'll just subscribe you right now. Totally free. That's right. Okay, so, uh, and Len says he gets his spring rolls. I still have never had one of those spring rolls. I know they're like cheeseburger uh, yeah, spring rolls. they're so, so good. That's what everybody yeah. says, but I mean, it's one of those things, right? It's, I don't, it, 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 it's like, um, I, I always think I need a meal, right? And it's like, I, I think it's going to be yeah. too small to like fill me up. 
it doesn't feel like it's ever going to be like the right well, amount of food. Well, then you get four uh, spring maybe I need rolls. To do that. <laughs> maybe I, th- I think that's what I need to do. Like I get I don't spring know. rolls and then stop by Sleepy Hollow. That's, that's right. Probably, and get uh, a, yeah, a I should probably yeah, do that. Exactly. Like get one of the waffles and a couple spring rolls. Like as a, yeah. as a side. Yeah, exactly. Pepperoni. We can make this work for you, Mike. Like, Pepperoni. And then you can sort of have a little break in between. You know, yeah. this could be the new way. Well, see, so. here's the thing. Okay, so and I think I mentioned this on another show. Scott and I came upon when we were at Disneyland by accident. We were getting off the train back by um, kind of by where you go into Toontown. There's a train station back there. And we mm-hmm. saw this snack stand. It's, it's yes. where the Legend of the Lion King show used to I be before it closed down. Ta- and we say. just saw the snack stand back there. We're like, hmm, we never saw that snack stand before being open. But it was open this day. And people were walking out and we're like, I wonder what that snack stand sells. Because people are walking out of there and we cannot tell what is in their hand. Like, we can't tell. What is that? So, like, I think, like, Emily and, and Elizabeth are going to the bathrooms. So we're just kind of hanging out. I'm like, dude, I'm going to go look. I'm going to see what what what's up with that snack set. Because we could not tell what these people had. It was weird looking. I come back. I'm like, dude, they are selling baked potatoes at this snack set. Not only baked potatoes. They had a Thanksgiving meal on top of the potato. It was like turkey, cranberry sauce, gravy. Yep. What? Oh, and it's a, and they look, I don't even know why. But, I, you know, when you're at a theme park, everything looks better. Scott's yeah. like, we should get one. I'm like, dude, we are going to dinner right now. That that thing is like, that thing would fill us up. There's no way we could. That is not a snack. That is a meal. But it was, I am so getting that next time I'm out there because it's our last day. Oh, but I mean, that kind of stuff, like that's what Disneyland is though, isn't it, Pam? Like, I mean, it, is. it was like so hidden back in the corner of the park. I, it's it, more creative snacks. Oh, for sure. it looks so good. And there was like a second version that was more like a regular traditional, like sour cream and chives baked potato. But the yeah. one the turkey and all the like I, Thanksgiving stuff. Oh my lord. Oh. I feel like they used to have baked potatoes at the Liberty Square market, didn't they? <laughs> they did. I they, um, they were but they so weren't good. like that. They no, not like that. But I would get potatoes. them occasionally as like a snack or a meal, even. Like I right. wish they had that. That would be amazing. And they do have the corn still. That was something that's something that's always big at Disneyland. Oh, that's huge. The corn. You see it all the time. And I often think to myself, like, is corn on the cob hard to get? I just I don't understand it, but I guess I don't know. Because you know, we have corn on the cob. <laughs> I know because I'm up from Missouri, right? It's it's everywhere. Here you drive around it here, like exactly. A couple months, you got to be careful because you get killed because, like, you know, you can't see around the corner because of the corn. It's hundred percent. But I told Scott one day we were out there. I said, just look around. I said, you're gonna see people. They're gonna have one. They're gonna have one of three things in their hand. They're either gonna have a big old dill pickle. They're gonna have a churro, or they're gonna have corn. Like. If you don't hold one of those three things in your hand, dude, you're an outsider. I mean, it's true. It's true. And they have the pickles here at Disney World and you never really see people with the pickles. Dill pickles, man. (laughs) There are certain things that really have a following in certain areas. And I love dill pickles, but I I cannot imagine (laughs) Pickle. My wife gets p- those at Jimmy John's for her side. Like, and I get chips, and she gets a dill pickle. Like, it's I tell her it's like when you're eight and you're at the skating rink and you're poor. That's what that's what used to happen because I used to be at the skating rink all the time. It was the cheapest thing on the menu. It was like fifteen cents. You get a dill pickle. The pickle. I'm telling you, it was like the spicy dill pickle. Anyway, Sean's got a question in the live chat. He says, "Leaving tomorrow for Walt Disney World, staying at Saratoga, have a reservation at Olivia's on Friday." Look out for Pam. Uh, best way to get from Saratoga to Old Key West: boat, walk to Disney Springs, and then boat to Old Key West. This in your 
uh, area here, Pam. How, how should For we get sure. from Saratoga? For sure. Yeah. If you're close, depending on where you are at Saratoga Springs, um, if you just go ahead and walk over and then catch the boat over to Old Key West, I think that's your best deal. Or you can absolutely take the boat over and then boat back. You'll, it's like a boat TTC over at Disney Springs. You can get it back and forth. And here's something that Steve and I were talking about. Sorry to hijack this, but you reminded me, Sean. Remember when there was a boat at Disney Springs that would stop at one of three different locations? There was a dock over by uh, Cirque du Soleil. Then there was a dock kind of in the middle and then a dock there. They have not brought that back. And we were talking about that. And the reason why is when you think about it, if you're on one end of Disney Springs and you have to get to the other end, it's kind of a hike. Um, if you need to do like people sort of underestimate that. And I know that Uber and Lyft tend to drop off in one location. And if you got to get all the way to the end, it's that. So anyways, I just was reflecting on that. Um, but remember that? the boat well, do, thing? do you think it's because they've now added those those pedestrian bridges? I guess that they, they figured that solved the issue. Maybe. And maybe it does sort of <laughs> i would say some it does that but yeah i was just thinking about that because so. the bridges are nice like they can get you they are because they, they cut are. you right across they the are. water and uber and lyft do drop off two places now they, they'll drop you off in the cirque parking lot or they'll drop you off oh, by the christmas shop where the old buses used to drop you right. off in the marketplace i knew that one because they one ask time you now <laughs> Yeah. Right after the reopening, we had to get from one location to the it's other, and we're like hoofing our way. Oh my god! Yeah, if you were to walk from like Cirque to say like um, you know, say the Christmas shop or like Once Upon a Toy, dude, that, yeah. that you should get a five K medal for that. <laughs> I mean, like if you didn't use the bridges, like that's a. Long I'm measuring way. it next time we're oh, there. Oh totally. <laughs> All right, Len's in our live chat, and he just got back from Walt Disney World, and I, uh, I just want he gave me like five or six points from his trip as kind of just a reflection point, and I said I wanted to share these and just kind of have comments on it because I thought it was really smart. He says his big takeaways from his trip as he got back. Uh, Luminous is a great nighttime show. Most of us watched it two or three times. He went down with his family, shared so many pictures, which I love and I appreciated so much. I said, uh, Grayson, the piano player at Casey's is amazing. And we talked about this via email. And I said, it's kind of weird because like I've, I've seen videos of this, this gentleman, and I've also seen him in person and I'm kind of torn. Like, I feel like this guy should have like a bigger stage with the, the level of talent that he has, but I love that he has such a intimate setting to interact with guests at the same time. Like it would almost be bad to move him to a bigger stage to give him, I don't know. Like I'm torn. Like, uh, you know, it's almost like his level of talent, he should be in like hundreds and hundreds of people should be seeing him every time he performs. But I think it's so cool that people happen upon him for like five minute little increments. And then you go home and you're emailing people about this, this piano player at a place where I got corn dog nuggets was one of the highlights of a, a five thousand dollar trip, you know. Like that—that's the beauty of of what it is. But it's like it's—it's it, it's really weird though the dynamic of that. So he mentioned that he said Space Two Twenty was an awesome experience. The bill was a bit jarring. Well, I mean, space travel expensive. <laughs> Got to pay for the space. All it day. is. I mean, they have to transport you all the <laughs> way up. That's included in the cost, I think. Yeah. Oh, and Len's in the chat. He said, I asked him to play the Tiger Rag. After he was done, he got a rousing ovation, as he should, because that's for the Mizzou Tigers. Truman the Tiger, dude. We rock out to that one at every Mizzou game. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway, uh, Boma was great as always, Len says. Raise your hand if you go for Boma tonight. 
I got both paws up. Okay. Uh, our grandson loved pin trading, wilderness explorers, and painting with the masters. Pam, if you did painting with the yes. masters over at uh, the, the uh, Festival of the Arts. I know. I have not done it, but it's really cool. And the other thing I will say, at Festival of the Arts, they actually have... Um, Arebus Brothers has some little glass crafts that you can participate in too. This is one of the first times I've seen that and really cool. Like you can create your own thing um, and then they fire it and then I guess you pick it up. So I'm looking forward to doing that too. Do they have, I haven't, next time I've been down there, do they have a speed painter at all featured at Festival of the Arts this year? I think speed painting is the coolest thing. They have these like at all these SEC basketball games this season. Yeah, and I remember when they used to have them at Disney, too. Um, they would have them at Epcot. They would sort of set up that stage where the Fountain of Nations was, you know, that kind of area. And the person would play music, and it was sort of a dancing and paint. Like, yeah, it was and they a use show, right? Sometimes they use fire to, like, set it. They'll be like, Psh, Yeah, exactly. Psh. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Exactly, but no, they don't have that. But they do have the chalk artists who are just so freaking talented. Yeah, that's unbelievable. That, it is. It almost makes your brain hurt when you look at it. It does. It does. It's like, <laughs> how, wait, that's really a flat surface. Like, how is this? But yeah. And I'm really like, why are you using chalk? Do you have that much talent? Like, I would, if I'm doing something that awesome, it is going to be permanent. Like, forever. 100%. <laughs> it is not going to be, like, stepped on. It is not going to wash away. Right. I promise you. Like, because I have I'm like, zero the whole talent. time, I'm like, bring the finish like let's spray this with something right now <laughs> oh sean says he's seen speed painters so maybe they are there occasionally okay cool he cool. says hot on a vlog cool 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 that's good to know because yeah, i think they're awesome we had them at space camp when i was teaching there uh two more points he said uh, i was surprised that the cake bake shop at the boardwalk is not even close to opening they're just now putting the windows in hello Dude, didn't i say this, this last year i was the, like the taj mahal came up faster than this thing i'm just saying like <laughs> If only we had a venue where we could watch sports in that spot, you know. I was like, like I, something bad must have gone on in the ESPN walls. Like, when right? They, like, when they seriously. turned it down, they were like, "Oh, dang!" Uh -oh. Because it was totally ripped down to metal. They, they did. It was they the did. whole way. So yeah, you're right. There had to have been something going on in that place because like, there's dang. no reason to rip into metal studs unless there's something big bad there. Dudes watching sports, man. They could tear a building up. Just saying. A lot of nachos were served at that place. People got mad about things. <laughs> at his last point, Moana's area was very nice and I like the new central core of the old future world. And yeah, the yeah. area is impressive. It just really is. And I think it's worth seeing during the day and also at night. Um, Agreed. It just, it's beautiful. It is something you don't have super high expectations for it, but I think it's just entertaining and you can go through it anytime you want. The initial criticism about the lines are just not true at this point. There were only no. lines because it was brand new and everyone yeah, wanted to see it. And now I think it really is what they envisioned. It's a fun walk through it, any type experience. And I love that it's there. The, the only thing that's like an issue and it's not really an issue, but it's just something you don't think about because it's a walkthrough exhibit. You can't bring any food and drink in there. So like I brought, I had a whole Starbucks. Like I was like, oh, I'll go get Starbucks and then I'll go walk through the exhibit, you know, and enjoy it. Nope, can't do that. So just, you know, keep that in mind. It is, it's still an attraction. You can't bring any food or drink in there. So just a heads up because I was disappointed. <laughs> I, I slammed down my coffee. and was like, that was too hot. 
you know, just a, just a warning. I do love the central core though, because that is, you know, and it like, if you have a, I've seen people like doing work there and just kind of chilling out, relaxing. There's so many little hidden areas to kind of sit and plug in. If you need to recharge your phone, recharge yourself and just take a load off. It's, it's, it's almost like, um, just, just like a, just a place where you can just, you know, kind of recharge yourself. I, I, I do like that. I, I, especially at night, it's pretty. And now they've announced that's a wedding venue, too, for the backdrop of uh, Spaceship Earth. Yes. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. That's a great location. Yes, it is. All right. Now, so Teresa sent, listener Teresa sent me a, um, a question uh, just uh, this morning, actually. And I don't, here's, I just wanted to bring this up. She wanted to know, and I'm just kind of summarizing her email because I, I wanted to get your, I don't know, because I don't have any perspective on this. Pam, have you stayed at Vero Beach before? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ricky, have you? No. No, yes? I've done Hilton Head, but not, well, I visited Hilton Head. I didn't. Okay. It's okay. on my list. Okay, so here's the question that she has. Okay, she says, I wondered uh, if you'd ever do an episode on Vero Beach Resort. So, Pam, I just thought we'd just kind of throw, maybe get some of these answers to her. Yeah. So she said her family's planning a visit to Vero Beach for the first time on a split stay this April. Her husband and daughters wanted to go to the beach, but were DVC and had points to use before the end of the year. Then I remembered, hey, Disney has a beach resort. My family would get a vacation they want and be able to use our points. We will leave Easter night to check out uh, Vero on April 1st for a three-night stay. I've made dining reservations at Wind and Waves through Open Table. I'm interested in a podcast discussing topics like dining, accommodations, recreation, and amenities. For example, will there be Disney PhotoPass photographers on site for beach pictures? We're staying in a deluxe studio and do not plan to leave the resort, but instead treat it like a cruise or an all-inclusive island. Maybe Vero Mike or other listeners will explain this resort could join you as a panelist to discuss. Thank you for helping my family as we plan our first trip to Disney's Vero Beach Resort. So I just thought you'd give her just a, a few tips here just so she could get something more in a timely fashion as I try to put this together. Yeah, it is. So Disney's beach resorts are, um, you know, it's just sort of a way to get a little Disney in a different location. Um, when we were there, there were there was nothing like PhotoPass photographers on the beach or anything like that. Um, and we've been at both Vero and Hilton Head and but the thing is there's little disney touches and there's disney cast members and there's disney accommodations that um you may you know have become familiar with in addition to vero beach in addition to the villa uh, accommodations they also have rooms in the inn as well so think about that uh there is a quick service location there and it actually is fairly extensive the meals that it offers so we were happy with that uh when we were there And there's also the sit-down restaurant, too, as well as a lounge in the inn portion that also has food. So you can check those out. But the other thing you probably are going to want to do is look on Yelp or Google or wherever and look at some of the um, dining locations that are there in Vero Beach or in in one of the neighboring beach towns. The the local places are awesome. We went to this little sort of dive, but had really good food right on the beach um, and had a great time there. So look into some of that. At Vero Beach, one of the things that you are going to be able to do is they'll have a recreation calendar that will have all kinds of Disney activities. Make sure you take advantage of them. I think they, what we felt they sort of offered even more than they do um, at the resorts here at Disney World, or at least as much. So really like that. Right now, the uh, pool is under uh, renovation, 
but they should be done with that. I'm not quite sure when the, what the end date for that pool renovation is, but hopefully they're done with it at that time too. Also, um, one of the things you can do right there at Vera Beach and that's right there on the beaches, they have chair and umbrella rental, which mm. we thought was super convenient. Um, so would use that. And the price was really good too. All right, so I'll get you started, and I will try to talk to Vero Beach or Vero Mike and try to get some tips. He's on our Sunday night show, so maybe he can call us in and uh, give us some tips there for the area because I'm sure he knows yes, the good places sure. to eat. I'm, I'm sure that would be uh, great to have a local. Okay, real quick, got now the questions are rolling in here on uh, Facebook. Uh, Steve says, State Yacht Club in, in uh, September, where and when is it listed for extended hours? Ricky, do you have extended hours for September for deluxe resort guests? Ooh, do we have those let me do, for September? Let me do some research. Let me look. Okay. Give me give me a minute. Uh, let's see here. Krista says, hey, gang, planning my first ever trip to Disneyland Paris in 2025. Any tips, tricks, or must-dos? Let me just tell Krista to listen to our show coming up on the feed on Thursday. So tomorrow, A-L-E-X-A, listener with that name i'm not saying it out loud because it'll trigger the thing that is right over my shoulder <laughs> listening to me right now but she calls in with some great tips from disneyland paris she just went out there so that will be a great listen for you ricky do you have that you're still looking and then <clears throat> sorry listener john says going on an adventures by disney southern california trip in june thanks mike for booking this for us thank you john appreciate it pam i think you recently went on this trip what was a highlight for you? Thanks to all three of you and Scotty G for your awesome inside information on all things Disney. John is up north in Canada. Pam Forrester, what say you? <laughs> this was a fantastic trip. And I'm just, I can't rec recommend it enough for those, for people who have a Disney affinity. It really, you know, all Adventures by Disney vacation sort of tell a story. And this one really told the story of Walt. And I think that's why I loved it so, so much. Um, so the highlights, oh gosh, some of the highlights, the, pretty much everything that we did was a highlight, but <laughs> um, going to um, the um, to Jim Henson Studios, that was huge for me. I've always really appreciated the Muppets and it was, it really just felt very, it was a very personal venue and I, I really liked doing that. Um, I loved going to Imagineering that that's like oh you know a once in a lifetime kind of opportunity just people don't get to go there you'll do some really cool things while you're there so um you know look forward to that of course the time that we got to spend in walt's apartment although you can do that in other places it's really very intimate and um special when you're there with adventures by disney it's more it's even more special than getting to do the tours and um i you know, I'm so happy that you guys get to do that because that's a very cool thing. And I think just really one of the things that you'll want to do is sort of see how Adventures by Disney does things because it's it's just a different way to vacation. Um, it's stress-free. You don't, you aren't really going to have to plan. You just really have to show up, John. That's all you'll do is, and that's what I love about an Adventures by Disney vacation. And I love that John is a Disney fan, right? And I mean, he's going to, I know how much I love Disneyland, right? But he's going to get to be like VIP access. I mean, just like yeah. rock star access of v the greatest v. place, <laughs> like capital V, capital I, capital P. Yeah. So I can't wait for John to tell me about it because we email no. a lot and uh, no. I'm just, it's, I'm excited. I feel like every time I describe it to someone, I don't do it justice, but I will just say 
that I've gotten to take some really incredible vacations and do some awesome things. And this is one of the things that is just up there with some of my favorite memories ever. So, and by the way, John, real quick, as uh, Jonathan, the monkey man in, on Instagram says, uh, my friends, it's guacamole. For, for, for all of us here, which I appreciate. He's, he's awesome. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So unfortunately, as of right now, the calendar only goes out to the beginning of April. So uh, you're going to have to wait a while before it would come out for September. So um, probably like maybe two months ahead of time is probably when it'll come out for September. There you so. go. All right, last question, it looks like, probably, of the day. And this is a good question, actually, over at Instagram. It is from Allie Rose with a bunch of E's on the end. Rosie. I'm planning a trip with my 18-month-old. I'm going to have a park hopper before kids. <laughs> Would you recommend a park hopper with a little one or pace yourself and just do one park a day? Thanks. So she's got an 18-month-old. Does that mean... The 18-month-old is going to make her stop park hopping. No. No. My advice is the same for everyone, regardless <laughs> of your party makeup. It just, it is, especially now since you can park hop from the second you walk into a park. And you can do Genie Plus for multiple parks. I just, we park hop almost every day we are in the parks. Just we just do. So I would still say do the park hopping, but I mean, I know that someone can make an argument for not. And I know that some do, but I just, I appreciate the park hopping. And the other thing, the reason why I think park hopping is always a value is it it lets you take advantage of things like extended park hours and early entry at one park and going to another. And it gives you the freedom to leave if a park is really busy and i will say a couple weekends ago epcot yeah really busy and at some point i, I said to steve i love epcot and i don't want to be in this park anymore <laughs> so <laughs> it allows that to happen i've also always said with park hopping it makes your adrs easier because you don't have to mm. think about like what park you're going to be in you can just make your adrs wherever and then just hop to that park for your dinner like, I, cause yeah. I don't look at that. You know what I'm saying? Like I just make my ADRs like willy nilly and then like <laughs> hop to that part. Cause you know what I'm saying? You can always hop in the latter part of the day. Cause I really only make ADRs for like in the evening I, for dinner. I don't usually make right. for breakfast or lunch. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> I think that's a great point because I think a lot of people are like that. And there's a lot of stress when people are like, but I'm not going to be able to be at this park and whatever. So, yeah. Yep. And let's see. Uh, the, and Len says our grandson went to park hop all four parks of one day on our vacation. We did it on one of the days. Len, you are a stronger man than I. I cannot do four parks in a day unless I'm running the marathon. That's the only time I do it because I just don't. That is, I don't know why I cannot do it on a regular day. I just do not have the stamina. There's no way. Like I do two parks, I'm done. Like I will park hop, but I cannot do. The, the people who do four parks in a day, God bless you. That, that's a lot. That, that's. That's a lot. Anyway. All right. We're going to jump out of here, but we're going to be back on Friday, and we are going to get you ready for this big game. I almost said it. There you go. Big game. Super Owl. We're going to get you ready, but what we're going to do is we're going to champion an underdog restaurant at Walt Disney World and Disneyland as well and tell you why these restaurants that are underrated, under the radar, need more love, and you need to consider for your next Disney vacation. We're going to tell you why. You need to go there, maybe. 
because they're just they so good. You never hear about them or they get dogged on all the time. We're going to tell you why that's wrong. And maybe these are places that you need to consider for your next trip. So we'll tell you why. We'll give you the why, though, not just the, you know, the name. We're going to give you the why. So come back for that on Friday. But until then, don't forget our show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. I'll tell you what. This week, the agents over at the Magic for Less, there's four words in the title of the company. The Magic for Less. And I'm just going to stress the big one this week. Magic. The agents over at the Magic for Less making magic for their guests. That's what they're doing. They're out there getting the best deals, costing nothing extra for their guests, and putting smiles on their guest faces. That's what we do. You know, we just want to help you plan a great vacation so that not only you have a great trip, but you look like the rock star in your travel party. The grandkids are having fun. Your, you know, your significant other's having a good time. You know, like, hey, this this trip's better than I thought it was going to be. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, the, we don't take credit for it. You take all the credit. You know, you don't tell them about us. You know, you say you did all this stuff. That's cool. We're cool with that. Just take all the stress out. You know, we're like the kind of behind-the-scenes adventures by Disney of travel agency. So just come over there. We'll help you out. No cost to you. We'll set you up, get you a great deal, take care of the details. Trust me. It's it's it works out great for you. So just swing by the website this week, themagicforless.com, Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney. You want to do a Disney trip, we'll take care of you. Magicforless.com. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon when you shop online. That helps us out. And Patreon.com. Again, you want to find out why Ricky got fired? That's where to go for the exclusive details. No, just kidding. It's not there because he didn't get fired. <laughs> But I'm not above quick debate. No, so it'll be Mike in the Midwest will probably be a boring topic, but it'll be it'll be a really nice though. I always do fun shows because, you know, being in the Midwest, we talk about corn and tractors, and no, we don't talk about that stuff. Sometimes no. we do. We talk corn about on the cob. <laughs> corn, corn on, on the cob. cob. No, that's this show. We apparently talk about <laughs> corn, corn on the cob. So. Dill, dill pickles from Jimmy John's. You know, I mean, whatever. People are like, oh, I'm d- d- dumping my subscription. No, I'm not helping myself right here. Anyway, patreon.com slash BRGS podcast. You can support the big show $5 a month. That's all it really costs to, to support. You're supporting the BRGS podcast. You're not supporting Mike in the Midwest. That's just a little bonus throw in to kind of keep you busy all you know, each week. But it really does support our show. So patreon.com slash BRGS podcast. Thanks to our patrons. Give us a follow on the social media at Ricky Nibs, at TMFLT Pam, at BR Guest Mike, Instagram, Twitter, Threads. That's where we are. No live show this weekend. We're not competing with the big game. That'd be probably we, smart. We'd lose. Yeah. And I'll be watching the game. So that, that's why. All right. So we'll be back again on Friday having some fun. So hope you'll be there with us. So for Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Wednesday. So until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.